Greetings and welcome to the In the Finest Hour Hot Take featuring your main host and the good one, Shaylin Allen, and as usual, the evil host, Joshua Depp. That's me. So what tournament are you at right now, Josh? It is called the Hooded Goblin GT. It's actually in Georgetown, uh, just outside Toronto in Canada. Awesome. And I presume Scarry's up there causing a mess. He is, as always. Uh, there's a... Uh... I think uh, I think there was like 38. Uh, it, was, it was just a hair over what a GT was needing. Okay. Is what they got. And so, I mean, it's like 38 or 40 people or something like that. Um, real quick, it is, yeah, 38 people on the nose. So there's 38 people. Okay. Not going to lie. So it's their first event. It's their first GT for this, for this store. Okay. Really well done. It's a beautiful location. Tables have exquisite terrain on them. Ooh. Uh, every table is nice, and uh, they have qu- they're all themed. They're all themed as far as like, um, you know, the snow table has snow terrain on it, and the urban table is urban, and you know, the desert table. So they're they're well themed, but they're also good functioning tables, like good line of sight blockers, good area terrain. You got a few of them with some magic boxes on them. So I mean, just really good diverse tables and good terrain. So really happy about that. That is awesome to hear, and there's always something nice when the terrain matches the table. It is. It's a nice aesthetic. I mean, especially when you put all the time painting these armies. Beautiful, beautiful armies here, too. Like, I'd, I'd say there's easily a half dozen armies that were would be shoe-ins for most best painted at most tournaments. So, really impressed there. Dominic Corette, uh, he's from the Northern Defenders that uh, did really well at Adepticon, has his army here, and he is just probably one of the best painters I've ever met. The guy is phenomenal. Nice. Uh, and there's another guy that has a, a sexy Imperial Knight army that's all on this beautiful display board hill, kind of a mountainside thing. Uh, just some really nice armies. And obviously Scarry is here. He's got his Dark Eldar here, and they're just wrecking face. So really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Swan, uh, those that know that uh, who that is up here, he's one of the truly popular Tau player on the north of the border. Um, he brought a really interesting list that I think Sean would actually be interested in. He's got... Two Sunshark Bombers. Or no, sorry, three. He's got three Sunshark Bombers. Okay. Three Hammerheads. And three Sky Rays. Yep, Tau Vehicle Spam. Yes, and it's doing really well. He actually, I think, is like in... in uh, he went 3-1, but that's just because he faced off against Ridvin round three and lost by like three points. There you go. And, uh, and he's doing really well. Ridvin is undefeated right now. I think he's in... Uh, second place behind uh, Dustin Henshaw, who is in first. How are you doing right now? I'm doing okay. I, I, I'm sitting 3-1. I actually went, so round two got paired against Scary. Again. Again. Kind of brutal. Uh, but unfortunately, the list I brought this time was a very bad matchup against uh, Ridvin's list. And on top of that, uh, deployment, it was Vanguard deployment, did not favor me. And he had the, he won the role. Uh, to choose to make me go first, deploy first, and go first, which is great for him because he was able to deploy all of his vehicles guaranteed out of my range. Yep. So turn one, all I could do was move, and then turn two, he was able to move up. And uh, between turn one and start of one to the bottom of two, there was probably two or three really key uh, mistakes, like big mistakes that I made. I made I made some fairly clutch mistakes. And uh, Ridvin, I, I mean, he's a strong player. He was able to capitalize on those, totally took advantage of them, and punished me for them. 
And so by the bottom of two, I just, there was no recovery. It was just milk some points here and there. And that was it. Ooh. And so it was, it was brutal. Uh, he won 36 to five. So, I mean, it was a really, really rough game. Uh, his army was very well kitted to deal with my army. It was a bad deployment, harsh mission. And when it's already kind of stacked badly against you and then you make mistakes, you kind of can't expect to win then. <laughs> no. I want to emphasize it's not like, you know, oh, he had amazing dice and I read bad dice and I lost the dice. No, no, I did not. Uh, I messed up. I made not just one, but a few big mistakes that he was able to capitalize on. So he won because he was he knew his army and he played it better. Unfortunately, I kind of I brought some stuff that I haven't even seen in the eighth edition. So uh, because I wanted a good hobby score this weekend, because hobby is a good uh, so it's almost an entire round score. Yeah. At this event, so I was like, you know, I've been out of it for almost a month. I just kind of want to work ease my way back into it. So I'm just going to bring a nice, well-rounded, good list with some good hobbying in it and go from there. And uh, so, I mean, like, I've got a drop pod in my list. Oh. I have. I have tactical marines in my list. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I have centurions in my list. <laughs> so. Are they uh, the imperial fists? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're at least imperial fists. So the name of my list is called Fistball. Okay, so they're the good centurion. Yeah, they are the good ones. They are the good ones. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the name of my list is called Fist Bump. Nice. Because it's half Crimson Fist and half Imperial Fist, so they just Fist Bump. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a good, I mean, it's fun. Uh, it's a fun list. It's definitely got some uh, mm -hmm. good, it does have some competitive elements to it. I mean, I've obviously done well on my other three games. Uh, I've got a, 30, a 38, a 37, and a 41 Wow. For my other three games. So, I mean, I've, I've obviously been able to do well in my other three games. Um, so, and they do have a best overall and I got a good pain score. So, you know, maybe, maybe I'll kind of eke my way in the top, uh, in the top echelons of overall, yeah. which I'm okay with, but it was, it's been a great event. Uh, they have over $4,000 in prize support. I want to emphasize there's 38 players and over four thousand dollars in prize support <laughs> that's like over a, that's like a hundred dollars per player exactly everyone could get walk out of here with a hundred dollars and stuff and they'd still be fine so i'm uh i'm kind of really impressed with that um also uh they lunch food is provided both days which is really awesome provided by the venue I appreciate that that's becoming more of a thing i do i'm so happy that's becoming more of an accepted standard that you know it's not like people have time to leave and go get food. You know, they, they barely have enough time to get their games in and relax for five minutes. So let's give them some food. And I think that's brilliant that venues are in. And if you want to charge an extra 10, 15 bucks for your event so you can, so you are, have the ability to provide food, 90% of players are okay with that because it saves them having to go out and find it. Yes, as long as it's in the 10 to 15 extra and not in the 30 to 40 extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're charging me $40 extra for food, you better be providing some serious, serious food. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so a uh, great venue, great event. Uh, TOs are doing a phenomenal job. They're doing active judging, obviously using a full code of conduct. Uh, from what I understand, I talked to the t head TO before I left tonight, mm -hmm. and they haven't had any real real issues whatsoever. They've even only they've only had like a handful of actual rules where the judges had to make a ruling. 
uh, players are doing great. I mean, everyone's happy. They're using the clocks on most of the tables. Nice. Haven't had any major issues with people not finishing their games. So really great. Uh, all in all, just an amazing event. Um, yeah. Kind of like what tournaments are supposed to be. Yeah. No, I, I've never heard of a Canadian event that wasn't run super smoothly and elegantly and just clean, beautiful all the way through. Yeah. They, they really – It's. I think a lot of it is because up here – they still understand what it is that we're doing in this hobby, the community. You know, it's not, it's not, I'm going to wreck you and I have to win and I will crush your soul. It's, we're going to have a great game. We both want to win. I mean, like Ridvins and Mike, every time Scary and I play, it is a very tight game. We fight tooth and nail and, and we, we give it everything we got and we don't, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to measure this precisely and I'm going to do this. It's not like we're like, oh yeah, go ahead and move that thing extra five inches. I mean, we're very strict and we're very like, mm, we both want to win, but we're also like very, we're accepting. We understand what our both intent is. Like, you yeah. know, there's one time in our, in, in our game where he's like, you know, he was moving a model up. And I was like, uh, your intent was to make sure they were in line of, so like you were going to shoot them, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, so just go ahead and slide him forward a half inch because right now you can't see. And he's like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, thanks. You know, it was that simple. I mean, I knew he was wanting to shoot that thing, that, that the Ravager, this unit. We both knew that. Yeah. But I could have been, been a dick and just waited for him to move into a shooting phase. Oh, yeah, that one can't see. Screw you. No. Because, I mean, it's it's not – no, it's just not – that's not how – that's how you get the feel bad. That's how you get the people that are salty and pissed off, and it's not freaking worth it. So, uh, yeah. you know, that, but that's that's his and my game is, you know, we – every time we play, it's hardcore. It's all the way through. It's tooth and nail. But we both – it's always very honest, very straight, very good, clean, awesome game all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's pretty much – Play hard but clean. Exactly. And while I know that has not always been the case with me, uh, it definitely is something I've emphasized more and more. And I will say, God, I wish I would have figured it out a lot longer ago because it really makes this hobby so much more rewarding. It really does. Yeah. Um, it, it's just when you when you have those games that are just amazing fought games that you went all the way for, even though you lost, they just feel awesome. It feels amazing to have those. And I think that's why the Canadian events so often have that really good experience mm -hmm. because the majority of the community up here, that's, they still understand that they still understand what the community and the hobby is all about. And so yeah. I love the events. Um, I actually got, uh, as an aside, we, as the, in the finest hour mm -hmm. were officially invited to the capital city bloodbath to come out all three of us in, in, in force and they would like to host us. Wow. Uh, yes, we, we have been invited out. I know that's a long, long trip for you and Sean, but uh, they, they definitely have emphasized that they would love to have us three out there. They, they think it would be a really great, great time. And I think it's just awesome that there's an event that's like, hey, we want you guys to come out. That's really kind of cool, you know, to, to know that we're reaching our listeners like that. I'm honored, and I would love to go, and I'm 99% certain I will not be able to with my work schedule. Most likely. I know you're wicked busy right now with work. Yeah. It's good money, but at the same time, it's like, I can't get out of this weekend slot. Exactly. It's roughage. But Sean might be able to swing something, so you can get two out of the two hosts that are feasible. Well, we... And maybe I'll send you guys both a little picture of me, like, she's here in spirit. We're going to get a, no, we'll get a life-size cardboard cut up. Oh, perfect. That'd be awesome. 
I'll, I'll, I'll craft myself a Damon Hammer for it so everyone knows. There we go. So they know it's you. <laughs> but yeah, as a as a whole, event's going great. Nice. I think you've got only... I think there's only two or three people, and that's it, that are undefeated. And there's still two more rounds. Nice. So, because uh, everyone's six rounds, and it's four and two. Okay. That's a hard day, four and two. Oh, yeah. Four and two is roughage, but... I definitely like only having two on Sunday. It allows me to get out of here and, and not have a crazy drive till one o'clock in the morning. So that I'm I'm appreciative of that. Yeah, no, I I, I see I see the difference there. Uh, any do you have any sort of like slick prep things for people interested in attending next year? Yes, very much so. Uh, one thing I would heavily heavily emphasize is uh, make sure you check the player pack. They were actually really good about keeping their player pack up to date throughout the you know leading up to the event. And one of the things I, you know, I, it was kind of last minute that I, that I came to the event. Uh, you know, I've obviously had some health issues and all that coming up and I almost didn't come out to the event, but I did kind of last minute decide to go. And I wish I would have actually paid a little more attention to those player packs leading up because, uh, they actually altered, uh, slightly the force org for the event. And they, uh, gave all battalions and brigades at the event a zero to one fortification slot. Ah. And everyone knows how much I love my fortifications. So I was like, oh, man, had I looked at this ahead of time, I probably would have actually prepared, had one ready, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it, and I, don't, I don't think – I think I've not even – actually haven't even seen a single fortification at the tournament. But knowing that was in there, I would have definitely wrote my list different. Like I would have actually tweaked my list and put a fortification in knowing that was in there. So yeah, definitely recommend follow the player packets. They're really, really good about keeping it up to date. They almost update it like every other week leading up to the events. So they're pretty on it. Um, but definitely check the player pack leading up. And I'd say that for almost any tournament. If their player packs are posted, definitely check them at a time. You never know there's going to be little, little tiny tweaks that you just didn't know were there until the day of, and the last thing you want is to be surprised by it. Yeah, no, that's that's bad. That That's hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah, don't don't handicap yourself more than you need to. But other than that, awesome event. Uh, two more rounds tomorrow. I'll see if I can squeak out another win and see if I can go 4-2 uh, for the weekend. I'll be happy with that. With my tactical marines and my drop pod. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, um, we're both running short on energy here. Amen. And I think it's time for both of us to see to our beds, but thank you for uh, interviewing with me again, Josh. Always. This has been In the Fine Stack. Cheers. Cheers.